0: Gorgeous goddesses, and welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I am your host, Emily Kylo, and I'm so grateful you have joined me for another killer episode. So, for this episode, I am giving you some of my top PR tips for entrepreneurs, and these are juicy, you guys. These come from my 10 plus years working in public relations and marketing for some incredible brands, including Lululemon. You may have heard of them. And also De Beers, where I had this like gigantic diamond ring that was part of this party. And it was amazing. People got to try it on and it was like the size of your face. Anyways, incredible stuff. So these tips are going to help any entrepreneur who is looking to up-level their public relations and really... Why not? Why not? Right? So, this was from an Instagram live that I did a few weeks back, and I wanted to make sure this was available to you in this format as well. Um, a little life update um, I'm almost finished the renovations and like reset type of stuff we're doing on the place we're moving into. And it is so exciting, everyone. It's really coming together and looking beautiful. And I can't wait to share it with you. So I'll make sure to do a little house tour and show you everything. You can see where, where we live in. Um, and also, I wanted to update you on my course. So make sure you have joined in on Confidence Crush. If you haven't yet, get your cute booty in there. We are going through Four major areas of your life where confidence really fucking matters. And it's going to teach you how to live your purpose. So with these areas and developing your confidence in it, what's going to happen is you are going to know how to live your purpose. You are going to confidently show up to live your purpose every fucking day. So make sure you check that out at bit.ly slash confidence crush and make sure you join us. It's going to be a fucking vibe and you get to be in my energy and with an incredible group of women. So come join us and join soon because that will be starting very soon, very soon. So I think it will be starting in June. I shouldn't say I think it is starting in June. So get your booty in. You don't want to miss out. Okay, so let's get to this episode. This is episode 61 featuring my top PR tips for entrepreneurs. Here knows, and you can be the first to know that I'm offering five mini brand audits. These are free. So DM me if you want to get in on that because I don't know if or when I will be doing those again. So just to repeat as people are joining... Um, Hi, everyone. So if you want to get in on this, I'm offering five free mini brand audits. So this is where I will go through your branding and through your basically your website and your social medias and give you my tips and tricks on what you can do to up level. Okay, so DM me if you want one of those. And like I said, there's only going to be five. So get in on the action. So I also wanted to announce, before we get going, my new program, which is called Master of Cool Biz, and I'm going to be going a little more detail at the end of it, but just know that this is really for entrepreneurs and business owners who are ready to scale to six figures, up-level their branding and marketing and PR, and really get those sales and magnetize their ideal clients they want. So... Let's get into it, my top PR tips. Now, I also want to say as we go, if you have any questions, make sure to just pop them in the box. Um, No question is too small, and I'll be happy to answer them. Okay, so let's start with what is PR, because I think it can be a little confusing for some people, and to simplify it for you, PR at its core is really about relationship building, so what's the relationship between you and your clients? And then it's also how people perceive your brand. So what are those stories you're telling and are they resonating with your audience? So that's kind of what PR is in a nutshell, just to simplify it for you. Oh, hi, Pearl. Thank you. That thought I looked beautiful. That's very kind. Um, I'm brunette now, so it's a nice change of pace for me. Okay, so that's what PR is, again, in a nutshell, to not over-confuse people. It doesn't have to be complicated. I'm the queen of making things simple. Now, why should you care about public relations? So good PR can really make or break you. And I want to share a quick story with you from when I worked at Lululemon. So when I was working there, this uh, big event happened <laughs> where the founder, Chip Wilson went on an interview and said that some women's thighs are simply too large for the pants. And that was why they were pilling. So he's essentially like blaming women's bodies for why the product wasn't standing up. So that was the moment I realized because of the backlash of that and everything that happened. I mean, Lululemon is still standing, so they weathered that storm and they did okay. But what that really showed me was just how important PR is for your brand, for your business, good or bad, (laughs) so it was a pretty wild time, um, and we were all quite shocked that he said that, (laughs) quite wild, but anyways, it showed me, like I said, how important public relations is to your brand and business, and it showed me a path that I wanted to learn a lot about, which got me into public relations, and working agency side. I worked for so many cool brands there. I worked for De Beers. I worked with Ronald McDonald House, which is a really cool full circle moment for me because I have volunteered there for years since my sorority days. That was the sorority that um, my sorority, Alpha Delta Pi, supports. So I'd been volunteering there forever, and it was really cool to actually work on some of the public relations for them. I digress, so that was just my little story about why public relations is so important and why you should give a shit about it. <laughs> okay, so let's get into my top tips. So, first one is start with stellar customer service. So, when I'm working, when I'm in my past when I was working with clients at the agency and in my own agency, I wouldn't even work with a client if they were not doing these basic customer service things, and ideally, they were up-leveling, up-leveling their customer service wherever they could, and really providing that amazing customer service experience. So what does that look like? That looks like making sure you... And these things might seem like, oh yeah, duh, Emily, I know this, but you'd be shocked at how many people don't focus on these things, and there's no point in getting your story out there more if when those clients come to you, it's a shitty experience for them, right? Right? So this can look like things like making sure you answer your emails. Straightforward, I know, but so, so important. Responding to your DMs. So I know a lot of clients I've worked with and friends of mine, sometimes they'll kind of like avoid it or they'll almost roll their eyes like, oh, more things I have to answer. But it's so, so, so important that you are responding to all these people, whether they're a current client of yours a potential client, or someone that's just really wanting to learn from you. Because the thing is, you never know what that person who's just there to learn from you and might not, maybe won't ever even buy something from you, you never know what they're going to say and how they're going to share your story and their experience with you. So it's so important that you keep these things top of mind. And then with the client experience, so their entire journey with you, you want that experience to elicit those feelings that you're going for. So if you really have a brand that stands for authenticity and also being chic, then you want to make sure that that's the feelings they feel from the beginning. So whether they're writing their first email to you to inquire about a service, like how are you replying? Are you replying with that right language that's going to showcase who you are? And even things like when they sign the contract, what does that contract look like? What are you really showcasing again what your brand is and who you are? So what else do I want to mention there? Oh yes, stellar customer service is also, this is especially true, mostly true for product businesses or could even be like restaurants, et cetera. You want to make sure you're replying to every single review you get, good or bad. And I'm not saying you want to go down the rabbit hill with trolls because there are, it's okay. But I want to make sure that you know What you're doing when you respond to these reviews, even if they're really terrible, is you're showing people that you lead with customer service and you are there to make situations right, if that's what needs to be done. So you never wanna see, this is the thing, no one's looking for perfection. There's no such thing. People are gonna fuck up. If you have a restaurant, servers are gonna mess up. The food might go wrong. If you have a product, something might break sometimes. Like, that's okay. People are not striving for perfection but they want to know and see that you are going to be the type of person who's going to rectify that situation and make it right again so number one start with stellar customer service because if you're not doing that there's no fucking point in trying to put yourself out there and getting other people to speak highly of you if you're not even willing to take care of those customers and clients with that high level of service okay number two Put your best brand forward. So you knew I was going to talk about this. Branding is really my bread and butter. And it's what I love, love doing. And I just have built such an eye for it and expertise in it. And with branding, again, it's kind of a similar vein as customer service. If you don't have that on lock, there's no point in amplifying your brand. Because if your brand is not reflecting what you want it to, why the fuck do you want to tell more people about it? So when you're looking into all your branding elements, what you want to think about and reflect on is are those elements telling the story you want your brand or your service or your product to tell? Because if, if it's not telling the things that you want to have your clients know, then it's a waste of everybody's time. So back to the example of if you are really creating um, a business that's all about like the core values are being chic and fun and having freedom, you want those things to weave into all of your branding elements. So for example, if you are that fun, chic brand, but your colors actually are more aligned with something that's a little more childish or something that's a little less refined... That's not who you are. So then what you're doing is putting this message out, hey, I'm actually this kind of like, not to be rude, but like this hokey brand who doesn't really care. That's not the the message you're trying to put out. If you're trying to put out the message that you are this like chic, put-together brand, make sure your colors reflect that. All your brand elements reflect that. Everything you put out reflects that, from colors to your website design to your emails Yes, emails still count, everyone. Um, So make sure that those all are aligned with what those messages are that you're trying to communicate to your ideal client. So that's point number two, put your best brand forward. Again, if you're not gonna focus on these things, don't even bother with any public relations because it actually can be more damaging. If you're not telling the right message and you're not reflecting that in your brand... People aren't going to be attracted to you, the the ones you want to buy your product, invest in your service. They're actually not going to be attracted to you, and what you're going to attract is someone who's not aligned. Again, you don't want that shit. Okay, let's go on to tip three. This is moving more into the more traditional side of PR, and we're going to talk about pitching. So the key thing here is if you don't ask, you don't get. Now, this is hilarious because this was a very traditional kind of sales speak, if you will, But it's very true with PR as well, which is essentially selling yourself, right? So getting those features is very important for your brand. So whether it's on a blog, on a podcast, on a more traditional kind of mainstream media, et cetera, I won't go too much into detail about this, but that really is going to depend on who your key audience is, right? Okay, now I've I've opened the can of worms. But if your key demographic is a 25-year-old who has money to burn and, you know, spends most of her time on Instagram, then probably you don't need to try and get TV spots, right? That's not where your ideal customer is hanging out. So don't bother with that. Anyways, I digress. So if you don't ask, you don't get. So this is where I wanna talk about the concept of third-party validation. So this idea of third-party validation, it's been proven with a lot of different studies, et cetera, that it's good to layer in having someone else talk about how amazing you are and your products and your services versus you just telling. And that's not what this training is about, but of course, you are the person who can best speak to it a lot of the time. But having other people, whether it's a blog or a podcast, et cetera, talk about How amazing you are, it just adds that extra layer that gets people to like, know, and trust you more. It ups that factor. So why leave those opportunities on the table? And let me tell you, these opportunities are for any business. Like it's not just, you know, for someone who has a product business. This is true if you have a service business, if you're a designer, if you're a coach, et cetera. This is still true. So keep that in mind. So you really want to find those brands and outlets that are very aligned, and the way to go about this is really being strong in what your core values are, and like I kind of mentioned, knowing what that main key audience is, who you want to attract, where they're hanging out. So you don't want to maybe waste your time on outlets that skew a lot older if you're looking for, like I said, that 25-year-old woman, for example. So another little tip, I mean I have a podcast, I'm, I love podcasting and I love the whole industry and I think that's part of why it's a go-to for me for a lot of clients I've worked with in the past and my coaching clients, I always recommend to look at podcasts because they can be so niche. So if your expertise is in, I don't know, I have a crystal on my thing right here. So if your expertise is in crystals and how it helps entrepreneurs, like if you that's one of your niches, you can find a podcast that's very, very much going to reflect that. So it's a really good place to start. So finding those podcasts that have the niche you're talking about and going and speaking on those is a really, like I said, good place to start. Another little tip to go find these podcasts or blogs to get featured on is look at the people that you, like that are your favorites, and maybe they're the people you look up to, and then look at who follows them, and maybe you'll find some options there as well, because probably your values are a little bit aligned, you like a lot of the similar things, and it's a good way to find other people who are going to be interested in your expertise. Now, With this, I do want to say to you when you're pitching, think about the energy. I mean, I can't not mention the energy here, right? So think about the energy you're putting out into this and what's the message, even the belief that you have? Like, do you believe that you're really an expert in X, Y, and Z area? Are you coming to these pitches thinking like, of course they want to fucking feature me because I know my shit and I'm gonna provide value for their audience. Is that the energy you're putting into it? Because that's the type of energy you need, right? So when you're thinking about pitching, I want to dive into a few little tips here. So kind of what I was just mentioning, you want to, when you're pitching, so a pitch, in case anyone doesn't really know what I'm referring to there, a pitch is really any time that you are sending an email or a message, pitching who you are, what you can offer, et cetera, to be featured on whether it's a blog, a newspaper, who reads those anymore, but any of those things, an online, online website, et cetera podcast, whatever. So that's what a pitch is when I refer to that. So what you want to start with is always when you're pitching, say this is an email pitch, that's probably the most common way you're going to pitch someone. Sometimes I will actually pitch first in the DMs. So I'll say like, hey, I love you, you're amazing. This is what I, like when I'm actually pitching to have someone on my podcast, I might start in the DMs and then send an email. So let's talk about email pitching. So what you want to do is always start with your value actually let me back it up before you even get into what that pitch is you want to make sure that this is an outlet or a person that actually writes about what you're pitching (laughs) I know that sounds really basic but you'd be shocked at how many people will just like find any contact at an outlet and then pitch them a story and then this person actually only writes about beauty and you're pitching them about business it's like do your fucking homework first so do your homework Then the next tip is you want to start with value. So what are you going to bring to the table? What can you offer these guests, right? What can you offer their audience? So start with that. And ideally, throw in a compliment or something that showcases that you've been following them. Another good tip is to, before you're going to start pitching this person, are you following them on Instagram? Are you engaging with their content? It's a reciprocal relationship here. So, if you're not putting in anything and and directing any energy toward it, why the fuck are they gonna care about what you have to say? So, that is my tips for before you even send the pitch. Then, when you're sending the pitch, start with value. What can you offer these people? Because that's what they wanna know. Then, I want you to put in some sort of compliment only if it's authentic. So, say, you're pitching this business writer who works for Forbes, and you've seen an article she wrote a couple weeks ago that was super engaging, and you just loved it. Well, tell her that. Hey, Julie, like I just saw this amazing article you did last week. It really resonated with me. I loved how you talked about X, Y, Z. Again, this is only like, it's only authentic things, but really try and find that kind of rapport that you can start to build. Then what you're going to want to do is concisely showcase your expertise. So what I mean by that and this kind of goes back to the conversation of a niche is I there's no point in just writing this person and saying, "Hey, I just like love health and I would want to be featured." Like, no, what specifically do you know about health? Do you know about cycling your workouts with women's periods? Do you know about building muscle. Like what's the specifics that you know? Do you know about inflammation and how to work with that? So make sure you know concisely what are those topics that you can really speak to. And I would recommend, there's not a hard and fast rule, but I'd recommend you only stick to a few because you don't want to overwhelm people with like, holy shit, this person apparently is an expert in like 20 things, right? So I'll just reiterate those pitching tips for when you're email pitching start with your value. What can you provide their audience? Because that's what it is. Like, yes, you're getting something out of this, but first you want to be giving and coming with that energy and that mindset. And then you want to put some sort of compliment or something to showcase that you've been following them, connecting with their writing, their podcast, whatever it is. And the pro tip, too, is before that, make sure you're following them on social, engaging with their content. Maybe you're sharing things, too, when it resonates with you. Of course, you want this all to be authentic. This is not about, like, blowing smoke up someone's ass so that they'll feature you. Ew, that's gross. So the other thing, when you're email pitching, this is general pitching, too, you want to make sure you have a media kit. So what is a media kit? Basically, it's a couple pages. I like to stay around two. Um... A couple pages that really showcase a lot of the elements I kind of touched on already. So what are you an expert in? What can you really speak to? And then where can everyone find you, your Instagram, and link those all up? I also find it's great to include, I'll typically include this for clients, is a link to a Google Drive where they can download your images and your logo. So the whole idea here is, well, first of all, I was going to say, it's, it's like Big D energy, you know? It's like, put that out there that you are serious about this shit and you care and you've taken the time to put together a media kit. And this goes for any business, anytime you're pitching, I just think it's professional and polished to have that media kit. And it's also just a beautiful visual of your brand again, right? It's like showing for me, mine's all like hot pink and black and fun and chic. And it really showcases who I am. And then the other thing that's so important with this is. You want people to not have to fucking search for anything. Make their job easy. Like I don't, if I was featuring you, I don't want to have to fucking like look for your website, look for the link to your Instagram, try and find images. Like no, you want to make their job as easy, as easy as possible. So that's that last pitching tip. Make sure you have a media kit. It's so important. And I, my biggest tip for that too is Canva. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about like a million times, but Canva is my bestie. And Canva has tons of templates for it. I think if you just search Media Kit, you should be able to find some. Or I think another thing to search would be uh, magazine, maybe. So try that and you'll find these like beautiful templates that you're gonna make stylized to you, add your fonts, add your colors, add your logo, etc. And then, like I said, making sure that the idea is one, I wanna see who the fuck this person is. concisely have everything I need to know and two like I don't want to have to search for anything so it has all the links everything's in there and my last thing that I want to say on this tip number three of if you don't ask you don't get is remember and this is a belief that you can work on remember people want to share your stories blogs podcasts news people like everyone needs stories so what you have when you find those right outlets that's valuable to them So never fucking forget that, especially if you are an expert, which all of you are an expert in X, Y, and Z. People want that expert advice and that expert opinion on those things. So just don't forget that. People need content, people need guests, and people want to hear what you have to say. Okay, and my fourth and final tip. This is something that I have been passionate about and learned about in my time also working at also working at um, Lululemon, yes, boss chulas, I went brunette. <laughs> I've been a blonde for like 10 years, and I'm, I was like, I need a change. I need a change, honey. I think it's the spring energy. Oh, hey, Jackie. Nice to see you guys. So fourth tip that I want to talk about. Again, this is something I did learn working at Lululemon on the brand team. Is this concept of surprise and delight? And the reason I think this is such a PR tip is because it really does develop that relationship with your guests. So, what do I mean by surprise and delight? So, we used to do the funnest shit at Lululemon. Like, I remember one time someone wrote that they had just like ripped their pants while they were, and this was just a tweet, I think it was. Someone I wrote that they ripped their pants as they were going on a date or something like that. And I got to surprise and delight them by replacing their pants. So I just I just replaced them. Sorry, my phone just told me I'm at 20%. Like, calm down, phone, I know. So I got to surprise and delight this guest by sending them a new pair of pants. And then I also sent them a gift card to go get another dinner. <laughs> so the idea behind surprise and delight is again, a bit of that energy of like, what are you giving and making it fun? And it doesn't have to be that large either. It can be things like maybe you randomly surprise and delight your guests by doing like a flash sale if you have products. So maybe it's like anyone on your email list, you want to reward them for supporting you and you're like, hey, today only 10% off. Like this is just something fun and exciting. You can surprise them. I like to surprise my people with coffee. So I'll just send them like a gift card to Starbucks or anything like that. And I'll usually send it along with, I have my custom branded uh, note cards that are just beautiful. So that's just something fun you can do. And you know, that really builds brand affinity. And again, it's not just about that person you're giving to, but it's yeah, anyone else who they tell the story to or anyone else who sees it. But again, I want you to come from that energy of giving first and the reciprocal energy. You just know it's going to come back in some way, shape, or form. So those were my top four tips. So first one was start with customer service. Get that stellar customer service going. And this is true. Again, it doesn't matter if you're a service, a product, et cetera. This is so fucking important. Second is put your best brand forward. So thinking about what story is your brand telling? Like, Are you telling the story you're trying to tell? Because if you're not, then that's a fucking miss. And if you don't ask, you don't get is number three. So you have to put yourself out there and ask. And again, have that energy that you know what you have to offer is fucking important and valuable. Because you go in with that energy and that is felt. And the last one is think about surprise and delighting your audience, your customers, It's just something fun and it doesn't have to cost a lot of, like be a big investment and it's just something that who doesn't want a little surprise and delight. So reminder to book in one of my five free mini brand audits. And also that I am launching, well, I've launched it already. I already have someone signed up for this program, but I hadn't really talked about it yet, so I thought I should. So Master of Cool Biz, just to quickly reiterate, it is, and all the info is on my website, but the Master of Cool Biz is a three- or six-month program. It's one-on-one still, and it's very tailored to you, your business, and your branding goals. And we have weekly calls to keep you on your shit and hold you accountable and just to get in my energy and stay in my energy and get excited about all your fucking branding up levels, sales up levels, everything like that. So I'll have customized trainings for, again, what you need to work on in your brand. And it'll be around things like... Branding, PR, sales, scaling your business, marketing, etc. And of course, we'll dig into the mindset work too because you can't just take that aligned action if your mindset is not in the right place. And then of course, there'll be Voxer support so we can, we can chit-chat on Voxer if you need me throughout the week. So if you're interested in that, like I said, everything's on my website. And if you have any questions, let me know. And everyone who signed up for the list for this training. I'm going to do a little fun giveaway, so stay tuned for that. I'll email the winner, and you can see. Does anyone have any questions on anything PR related or anything at all, really? I'll just give everyone just a moment, and that's pretty much it from me. I hope you enjoyed this. I was really excited to share. This is kind of my career background for 10 plus years, and I was talking to my my uh, coach earlier today, and we were saying that sometimes you forget the expertise you have and forget that you can share it with people. So <laughs> thank you so, so much, everyone, for joining. I love you all. And like I said, if you want to book in one of those five free mini brand audits, what I'm going to do is go through your social media, your website, and give you specific tips for your brand, and how we can really up-level it. Oh, Jackie had a question. Any suggestions on how we tell our story? So what I think you mean about this is kind of like your messaging. I think that's what you mean. So when we're thinking about telling our story, for me, it really does go back to what are those core values, and if you don't know what yours are, um, don't worry if you're in one of my programs, we go really through that, but knowing what your core values are is really the starting point of telling your story and then of course things like your brand pillars that you weave in to your story as well. The other thing I want to say about telling your story is it's while it's great to have all the pieces like figured out and perfect remember that it's your business and you're going to learn as you go so if you put out the messaging that you know reflects who you are what you're off what you have to offer and what you really like, how people can value you and what that transformation is or what is so amazing about your product, for example. If you know that you're putting that out from that authentic place, then you can get information as you start working with more people, as you have more clients buying your products, and you can really start to see, like, what is resonating. Like, when I talk about it in this way, again, still needs to feel authentic to you, but sometimes it takes some tweaking. And for me, I've definitely tweaked my messaging a few times already, right? So you can and just know that it doesn't have to be something that you just set and forget and never talk about again. Okay, I hope that answered your question. My pleasure. Okay, thank you so much everyone for joining. I love you all and have a beautiful rest of your day.